nodding in and out of smiles like an archaeopteryx comedian. I need to stop drinking out the same water I'm puking in. Like a box of matches in a world of lighters, I'm a loser. Occasional robotic bloodhound, fully employed boozer. A story with no plot. It's funny, like my mom hated it. No she hated the headphones. She's like, oh, I don't like it. I was like, you don't have to wear them. Oh no, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> do I want to wear these yeah, or no? Just like the yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. You don't want me? Do you want me to wear them or no? It's up to you. No, okay. Either of you like want I'm to? Gonna, it's fine with me either I way. Think I'm, I'm good with no. a train. I was about to say. Uh, uh, do you want one of the? These are like 12.5 percent. There are some Trulies. There are some Topo Chicos in there. There are uh, some other stuff. A Truly. A Truly. Yes. Where did you stack that Red Bull? Uh, so I work for Red Bull. Uh, oh. In town, yeah. Well, I work for Admiral Beverage, so it sounds a lot cooler than this. Like, okay. yeah, we distribute like Miller Coors, Dos Equis, that kind of stuff. And then more specifically, I'm on the Red Bull team. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I was actually at a Gallo- a reset one day, and the manager oh, looked at me and he was like, "Do not." He was like, "Don't leave that Red Bull cooler here." I was like, "Okay." So I just took it home with me. This is sick. This is so mm-hmm. sick. I was about to say, and it's like, it's fun for the podcast too. Um, oh, totally. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. My, it's like perfect fitting for my it. My cousin Shelby, when she was at U of A, she was a Red Bull girl. Uh huh. And they had those, like, like basically like the canned backpacks. backpacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really cool. They oh, finally, shoot. yeah, they finally brought them back to like UNM. Like, there oh, yeah. wasn't like any, anybody working at UNM for a while. So oh. they finally brought one back. And then they're supposed to be hiring one or two more people down at like New Mexico State. Which oh. finally, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they they had them before, and then just oh, with I like didn't co- know they had them before. Yeah. Um. What was her name? Uh. Do you ever know Maya Lopez? She was a Zeta for like a year. That sounds familiar. I'm like, how old so. is she? Uh, I don't know if she was a year younger than me or my age. I can't remember now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe know. not. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm like I know. I remember Maya Espinosa. Do you remember Maya Espinosa? No. Oh no, Maya Espinosa <laughs> is from Sandia. I'm thinking of. Chris, know, will you do I'm me getting... a favor real quick? We just pull the mic just a little bit yeah, closer sorry. to you. No, I'm you're like... fine. And you can like like I said, you can bend that arm, like whatever is gonna make it like easier for you to Yeah, perfect. Okay. Yeah. I'm like all bitches are the same to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I'm just like my it could that could be literally anybody. I mean I don't know, I feel like there's so many like different Mayas too. Like there's so many like same names like of people too. I feel like there's tons of like Ashley's too many Ashleys, I would oh say. Too many, dude. Yeah. Too many Ashleys. Yeah. <laughs> Way had, too many. We also had too many uh, Ryans back in the day. Every one of them went by their last name. Yeah, because there was just so many. Yeah, um, it was ridiculous. Ryan Reinhardt, Ryan Rodriguez, Rodriguez, Ryan Campbell, yep. Ryan Campbell. God, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like we start rattling them off. It's like it's <laughs> so, stupid. Yeah, a lot of Ryans. I feel like it's just like a common, like just common white name that. It's just it's easy. Night, easy, yeah. 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 No, no creativity whatsoever, though. Oh, zero. <laughs> it was zero. ridiculous. But <laughs> what? Uh, what are you? So I know what Elliot's doing. What are you doing now, Chris? Um, I'm still at PR Newswire. Okay. We edit and send out press releases. I just had my five year anniversary. This nice. Last year. Yeah. Wow. I was about to say I'm like coming up on that five year mark for like Admiral, which yeah. is so weird. Like I'm not used to that in terms of. Like when you grew up, 
like everything came in like four year increments, like with like mm-hmm. high school, with college, et cetera. And like yeah. now I'm like, I'm, I'm past, I'm like my super senior year of Admiral beverage. I don't, <laughs> I don't like that. Like I don't want to be in the same spot like yeah. consistently, you know? Yeah. Is there any like part of either of you that wants to move on from like your current like position or like your, I mean, you own a shop, so it's a little bit different. But. Yeah. I'm also working at UNM now. So like, Oh, are you? It's cool. I mean, yeah, I'm an, uh, I'm a academic advisor. Ooh. I just, yeah. <laughs> help kids try to figure this shit out but um i think there's always room for growth but i also do believe in like growing within your field or like you know your current job because i think like unm is a good example of a place where like if i were to stay there i could probably just keep growing and growing and growing and i'm cool with that you know like but it is easy to feel like stagnant you know sure yeah i mean like i does some of that like i i know I kind of need to like fill like that or like scratch a like teaching itch. And I feel like a lot of people have that and it's, uh, it's in waves, right? Like I don't want to teach full time. Like that's Mm -hmm. not something I want to do, Mm -hmm. but I did enjoy coaching for like a while. And that, I can see that, you know what I mean? I could see you being a good, like a good, I I loved it. Yeah. Mentor leader. I loved every bit of it, you know? And it's like, so I think everyone to some extent, and some people way less than others, but like, does that scratch the like teaching itch for you or like that, like mentor role for you? Like, does it make me want to teach again? Or maybe not even teach, but does that like fulfill something in you to like advise people in yeah. the way they're going? I think I'll always have a knack for helping people. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just like, like, yeah, I'll always have something in me that wants to like assist and teaching is a really good way to do that. Mm-hmm. And now advising like that fulfills that part of me because I didn't because I, I didn't I wasn't any in, in, in any type of like educational role for for like a year sure and I realized you know I was just doing the store and then I realized like oh like I kind of miss miss helping students and so yeah that's I mean and so I think I'll always have that knack in me but I could yeah. totally see you like doing that do you know what you want to teach I mean, I, like, or you want to coach? You want to coach? What sport? I actually I did coach for three years. Oh no way! Yeah, so I coached wrestling, which was a ton of fun. Oh like, that's hot. You're a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was about to say I uh, I wrestled <laughs> from best uniforms. Yeah, I yes. mean, <laughs> I wouldn't rock them that great now, but like in the back in the day, I did. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I crushed yeah. it. So that uh, I feel like people forget. I'm glad you brought that up. So, <laughs> so but the uh, it was fun. Like it was weird too, because like I. I grew up in a family of wrestlers. So um, like from three years old till like graduating high school, like I wrestled like that was just I, the, the norm. Yeah. I mean, like it was, it was a sport I knew the most. And so like the wrestling part of it and teaching that was super easy. Mm-hmm. It was like actually talking to kids like kids. And I mean that like not in like disrespectful or talking down to them, yeah. but like also knowing like, okay, this is someone who lacks maturity and hasn't mm-hmm. experienced life. Mm-hmm. So I need to talk to them in like, not a parental role, but rather just like a, a guiding, like mm-hmm. say, Hey, like, or even let them come to the answer. Yeah. Like, you know, Hey, like, do you think that's the best thing to do? And yeah, I mean, let's, I'll go on a side tangent real quick on the way back from state. Um, the first year I coached, I coached at Centennial High in Cruces. We were coming back from Albuquerque from state. And there was this one girl on the team. She was a senior. And she was like, yeah, like Monday I plan on like turning my papers in. I'm graduating early. And I was like, oh. oh. I was like, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I was just talking to her uh, on the bus like with all the other wrestlers. And 
I mean, at that point, like, there's nothing else left in the season. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to, you know, be harsh or anything like that. I'm just, just having a conversation. And I told her, I was like, like, would you ever want to, like, look back in a scrapbook with, like, your significant other and then them show, like, their prom, their graduation, their et cetera? Yeah. I was like, and then you have to tell your kids afterwards, like, oh, I didn't want to do that because I didn't want to wait till graduation. Mm, right and i was like and if that's the way you feel awesome i was like by all means like make your decisions off of your life like that's that's what like don't make decisions off other people Mm -hmm. and then it was like two months later i got a text from like one of the parents from the team and he sent me a picture of like three of the wrestlers and she was one of them they were all going to prom and i was like so that's like that's something like i hang my hat on like that experience Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah, that's awesome. No. Do you have anything like that makes you want to like teach or like, is there any like, <gasps> Mr. Allen? I do. Yeah, actually, now in my now as a senior member of the the team at my job, I'm part of the training team for new nice. hires. So there's like five of us. Um, so anytime we get new hires, we each have like a specific part of the the job role that we excel in that we like teach them on so that's a so like you're like the expert in that part right yeah that you teach them the people. yeah um you say senior and like you put it in like quotes like do you have like do you do you feel like you have to like downplay like your position no i i mean in the the corporate role that's just kind of how it's worked out like when you start you start as an associate and then you you hit your one year mark and you're like, you know, just a, a normal part of the team. And then as it goes on, you earn like merit raises and stuff like that. And then it's it's all like promotion based. So it's all based on like when your manager decides that like you deserve that, mm-hmm. then you get that promotion. So the the senior level of the job, it, it's a promotion. Gotcha. Yeah. But you're like not trying to flex on everyone while you no. say it. Just like- <laughs> no, I know you've had like a lot of that. growth. You've had a lot of growth. Yeah, it's job. weird. I And I don't feel like I've been there as long as I have, but it's yeah. just like, I love the job and I love my team and my nice. boss. And it's weird when like, you know it like the back of your hand. So it's like, yeah. they like asked me to be a part of that. So it's cool. Like, yeah, you, you're good at this. So help us teach. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you, like sometimes you can like be in a, start off in a role and you, it's easy to be like, Oh, I want to do something else. But if you just stay yeah. there, like there's probably like, cause with experience comes like, you know, your role evolves. And so, yeah. or well, with time with, and so it's like, if you're, if you just commit to something, Especially yeah. if you like it, if you if you like what you're doing, yeah, then why not stay and just grow in that role? And who knows, maybe you'll like the next step is like supervisor for you, and then yeah. after that, it's something more, you know. So it's yeah, that's definitely how like the progression of my time there has been is just like doing, never feeling like stagnant, but just like that's doing huge. the job because I love it. Yeah, and then someone else telling me like, hey, you're good, you're good at this part. Like, we want you to help us teach others yeah it's it's a good feeling that's always nice like have you felt like it's been like a constant gradual climb in your job yeah definitely i mean obviously there's times where you just feel like things are like redundant and like at a standstill especially i'll say like during covid when we all got sent home yeah to work from home it was like oh my god this is like the same shit every day yeah 
Because the way that our office culture works, when we were in office, we're just, like, very, like, together, like, team, friends, always, like, communicating, talking about whatever. So having that transition to just, like, sitting by myself in front of my computer every day, that was definitely a part that wasn't good, so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you now have like a hybrid model at all or is it just all back in person? Or? We're well we're we're working on a hybrid model cuz they're building us a new office. So for now we're still remote, but you can we still have our old office. You can go in whenever you want. So gotcha. we have times where now that I've moved back, we have times where we'll like all decide on a day to go and work together. So that's gotcha. always nice to like see each other in person. Yeah, it, ha- it has to be. Yeah. You and this is just a perception, but I feel like I'm spot on with this. You, you seem the person to need that social. Oh, like, oh my God. We were just talking about this. Yeah. Yeah, we were, we were just, just talking yeah. about that. That was, like I said, the hardest part for me, like yeah. during COVID is just not being able to just have everyone around me and like, right. Just talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was definitely the hardest part. It's so funny. Cause Ryan Campbell is so extremely introverted yes and i am very extroverted yeah (laughs) and so like i would be at work he'd be at work i'd come home and i'd be like fuck man i'm gonna go crazy and he'd walk in the door and because like at the time we lived with bose but bose moved out to go like stay with his parents which like made sense all that was like good fine whatever yeah but then all of a sudden campbell would like walk in the door and like from the seven seconds it took for him to get from his door to like his room, I'd be like, "What's up, man? Like, how was your day?" How was it? Like, and then he'd shut his door, and I'm like, "Motherfucker!" Like, I was just yeah. like, I hated that part of COVID. Yeah, like I needed that. Yeah. I mean, how about you, Ellie? Is that something like? Are you more introverted? Are you more extroverted? I I, I don't have that I think, same read. No offense, Chris. I don't no, have that oh same my god, read. no, you yeah, <laughs> were spot on. Yeah. That's literally, yeah. I'm like I'm an Aries sun and um, a what's my moon? I think I'm a. Oh, I'd have to look, but like, am I a Pisces moon? I don't know, but I would say I'm half and half. Like, sure. I would, I'm half and half. That's like, what I, was I say you have like a very good balance of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like definitely thrive socially, but I understand, like, I I don't I don't need it, you know, like because with yeah. with COVID, like we were talking, me and Chris were talking about like how he, you know, not having that social aspect of work for him was difficult for me when I heard they were gonna go remote. I was like fuck yes like i <laughs> i i can't like that's gonna that sounds like heaven to me but then of course i said that and then like a month two months in i was like fuck i want to go back like yeah. like i need i need that interaction but i would say i'm like definitely like uh i would say it's 60 40 60 percent extrovert 40 percent introvert and i, I want to know what my moon is i need to like go to costar you want you want to look mine up? I don't know any of these. Oh terms. yeah, look up the chart. Really? You've never looked I, it up. I've looked it up, and my family bugs me about it because like my family's super into it, and I just yeah, I I believe in other make believe stuff like the NFL and, and stuff like that. So I was like, <laughs> I, like I, I, I love. Sports. I was about to say I love like when people make fun of like what what is that? It's not mythology. What's the um, astrology? Yeah. When people like make fun of astrology, I'm like. I mean, I still wear jerseys with other guys' names on the back, so like I can't, oh, I can't like make yeah, fun of it too much. Like, that's, that's honestly, I've never thought yeah. about it in like that comparison. But that, yeah, that's people people the are same obsessed thing. with that. Like, yeah. I almost <laughs> cried when the Cowboys lost the other day. So like, how are you do a I Cowboys make? Man? I am, unfortunately. Oh, I, I like kind of cried a little bit too, just because yeah. 
my grandpa's a Cowboys fan, and they were so close. So, I was so happy for them. The day I was born, I was born the day before they won their last Super Bowl. My family blames me for the heartache. Oh, oh my god, that's so oh shitty. my god, yeah, it's, it's rough. Wow. It's no. not, it's yeah. not fun. I'll tell you that. But yeah, so like, I don't know. I, I like laugh. I like making fun of it, but I want other people to make fun of me. Like that's the thing. Like making fun of someone's not fun if it's like not gonna come back. Yeah, touche. No, touche. You, for your co-star, you'd have to. I'm like, can I put in someone else's chart? I think you have to like download it. But like, you, no, do you do know? Do you know? Can I do it? Like, just yeah, I, yeah. I've done it without co-star. You just find a uh, random just, website. Like, enter like your birth time. Yeah. Right? Like, do you know what time you were born? Four in the afternoon. This this is how I know I've looked this up before. <laughs> like, no, no, yeah, I'm, like, I've had yeah, to I have all of it memorized. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love the I love the memes that are like. Uh, like it's like a text to mom and it's like what time was i born no, and it's that's like li- yeah yeah i could probably do a search right now and find that yeah, yeah. It's, it's like stop talking to her <laughs> yeah like, how do you spell your name t-i-e-r-n-e-y n-e-y and then your last name staley s-t-a-l-e-y stanley with no n wow Elliot, do you and know who he she or they allegedly let's allegedly uh, when's your birthday? January twenty seventh, nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. Oh my god! Literally tomorrow. Yeah, literally tomorrow. Oh my god! Yeah. I didn't Again, even realize. Yeah, that, uh, that, that, that I like, did. <laughs> Happy birthday! Thanks, appreciate that. Didn't oh really. My god. This is not why I invited you guys over. I apologize, but. <laughs> Tierney. Oh okay, like, like, what are you doing? Also, I owe you a huge apology, by the way, because. You texted me last year for my birthday, mm-hmm. and that like popped up, and then you were like, "What's your address?" And I was like, "Oh, that's probably Chris." That's I had no, message. I didn't, I didn't have your phone number. Oh. So I was like, oh my God, I never like responded. I was like, "Okay," I was like, and then you're like, "What's your address?" I was like, "Oh," I was like, "That's Chris." I was like, <laughs> I felt so rude because I never responded a year ago. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I mean, happy birthday. I respond to anyone that me happy birthday. Like it could be anyone. Like. Thank you so like, much. Cool. I appreciate, appreciate it. that. I don't know who you also, are, but thanks. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know, like, the ego on me last year to just not even reply. I was like, wow, what a douche. So <laughs> 4 p.m. is when you were born. Correct. Just 4 p.m. On the dot. Right, well, okay, that I don't know. Well, this is important. No, it's important. You have to know the, okay, have to me, know the, the minutes. Like, me, mine was 5.34. Okay, let me... I, gu- I guarantee she tells me the same thing. She's just gonna say four, and then I'm gonna be like, "Do you know the exact time?" We like, <laughs> need like, to know. Like, I don't know. Like, are you looking at your astrology chart? <laughs> what time was I born exactly? She's probably like half drunk already. She's going on vacation, so we'll see. We'll see what she says. Where I'm excited going? to see what's happening. Uh, they're going to Phoenix, and then I think after that they're going to Havasu. Stay in Phoenix oh, tonight, and then go to Havasu tomorrow. That's yeah. fun. She loves that spot, but my, that's like, like college. It's like party girl. Yeah, my my mom is forty five, and she's just like she has that's two young. kids. She has two that's kids young. out of college, and so she's just living it up. Yeah. Like she traded her twenties for her forties. So she no, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, she's crushing it now. Now that I'm thirty, I think the older I get, like the more excited I am for like just this this stage of my life because I feel like forties are like a really maybe because I watch too much Housewives, but like <laughs> yeah. I'm like these women are like 
50 plus and they're partying harder than I ever have. So like, yeah, they're I'm like only, doing I'm, I'm like what we slope. did in college. Yeah. In no, exactly. Their, like forties and fifties. I, it's fun to go and like take shots with like my mom and her boyfriend. Like it's like yeah. fun to go do that. Cause totally. like That's dope. we're, we're very much enjoying that part of both of our lives, which is yeah. hilarious. Like, it's, it's so fun. fucking awesome. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm like, I can party with my family and not feel weird, you know. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think fifteen to like twenty four, maybe I was like, oh, I like, I cannot drink with my family. That's yeah, yeah. weird. But now I'm like, fuck yeah, like let's get drunk together, Uncle Eddie. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, it's actually funny because I have the opposite with my dad. My dad was twenty six when I was born. So, like, he got all that, like, out of his system. And now, like, mm. if I go and, like, hang out with other people in Farmington, he's, like, text me if you need a ride. He's, like, otherwise I'll probably be asleep. But, like, my mm. mom is probably who I'm going to party with. Like, <laughs> Dude, I love like, that. I would hilarious. <laughs> she would no. love to party with everyone, honestly. She's she's a good time. Hell yeah. I, I love that. That's cute. Yeah. She, yeah, she's the real housewife of Farmington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess so. See, okay. Oh, she said for something in the morning. I thought it was for something in the afternoon. Oh, so oh yeah, and see, AM and PM that makes all the difference. AM to PM. Um, I thought uh, she's probably like, I, I get it mixed up because like my sister and I were the opposite. So like one of us was in four AM, one of us was four PM. Mm-hmm. So like that, I get it, maybe I'm the one that's mixing that up. But and she didn't give you like the minutes. Nope. <laughs> I was like, like, four. like I knew it four. for sure. Should we just say like <laughs> should we say like four ten? Like I don't know. Like or should we just say four AM? Just do four. Okay. Uh, and you were born in Farmington? I was born in Liberal, Kansas. Liberal, Kansas. Southwest uh, corner of Kansas, just so we're clear That's on that. That's scary. Why? Uh, she was visiting my, my Nana. Um, she was pregnant. She was visiting my Nana. And... I just, she just happened to so have it was like water not break. like meant like you no. weren't living there oh, okay so like i was born nine nine days early so like she thought she had time like she was living in el paso with my my gramsci oh, okay so like she thought she was going to be back in time for that and then her water broke and wow yeah, yeah crazy weird right <laughs> yeah that, yeah that's that's crazy yeah i always make fun of my sister she doesn't like this part of the story but i always because I was born nine days early. She was five days late. And I'm like, well, I was like, that's pretty <laughs> characteristic of both of us. Like, parents wanted me first and wanted you second. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you were, so you're an Aquarius sun. I don't know much about Aquarius. You're a Taurus moon. Paul's a Taurus. And so, like, the moon, do you know, like, know, like, what the sun is? So, the sun is like, I've, by the way, I feel bad because I've been told all this before. I, I think EJ, like, and I have had this conversation, <laughs> <course>. like, <laughs> but I forget all of it. Like, so, yeah. So you're a, a sad, an Aquarius sun, a Taurus moon, um, and then you're like rising, which is really imp- like kind of important. I think you're a Sagittarius. It's like app is kind of weird, but um, and essentially like the sun is like what they like what you uh show the world like. So I can understand how people like see me as an Aries because mm-hmm. I'm very like because that's based on your actual I, birthday. I, I mm-hmm. love it. I just texted my mom. I was like, I thought it was the afternoon. Yep. She's like, Wait, you're right. Your afternoon. Amory is morning. You both, <laughs> oh, you both okay. are four o'clock hour. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay. Well then, scratch all that. Yeah. So four p.m. I'm okay. just I'm just giving this all false information. 
and then honestly it's all bullshit you're sure you're buying liberal candles (laughs) it's not bullshit okay that's like a direct quote from from doug this one time we were like at a party and this girl was like giving everyone like a reading on their signs it was legit it was legit it it really was but doug i'll never forget it was like the constellations and it's all bullshit (laughs) see and you know what was so funny so i think that was it that's with hannah that girl hannah yeah and so she pulls it because she's like an astrology reader right like so she'll pull up the actual chart because it's like a whole image we're talking about hannah no 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 okay i was like i was all (laughs) we gotta gotta have this conversation no (laughs) they're similar vibe similar vibe but like fair she does like these readings like it was like really cool yeah she'll yeah. pull up your whole entire birth chart and she'll look you know like she'll literally have like the, the, the constellations on her phone and just like look to see and she's like the first thing she says to doug after he was really apprehensive to like even do this with yeah her. and chelsea's yeah. like just do it just do it just do it so you think it's like a ouija board or something like he was just like scared no, of the just situation a, he's just a cynical ass i mean i love him we i love, love you him. <laughs> but but because i say that because the first thing she says it's, to him yeah. she's like wait she looks at his chart and she's like so i can already tell that like you're not gonna believe any of this right? yeah and we <laughs> were like yeah, exactly. Yeah. She like Smack. she doesn't even like have like the backstory. She didn't even know him. Okay. No, yeah, nothing. that's awesome. Yeah, I love just, that. she just knew this. She knew the sign so well that like she was like, okay, she saw that like his son was in this and that like his moon was in this and yeah. Like, no, she's a real <laughs> one. She like she killed it. But okay, so let's see you. Uh, let's see you. I'm blanking on Hannah's last name. The Hannah I was talking about. Hannah, Hannah from college. Hannah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hannah Nichols. Hannah Nichols. Yeah. God, I haven't I like so many Hannahs. I haven't thought of her in a while. Like, it's got to be at least a year that like her <laughs> name has even popped up. Because like, what, mem- what memories just came up? Like the, what, what just happened? For the you? biggest <laughs> memory I have was I was an associate. I asked her to be my date for White Rose, <laughs> and, and she said yes. She said yes, <laughs> and. I I had to work before White Rose, so I got there late because I had to go home, shower, whatever. I worked at U-Haul, which was like, honestly, it was the coolest job. Anywho, um, so I got back, showered, and as I get on the elevator, because we were at the Fulton Center. Yeah. As I get on the elevator. Oh, that was my, that was when yeah, I graduated. Yeah, that, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I'm going up the elevator, Carlos calls me and he goes, hey, Hannah's your date, right? And I was like, yeah. And he oh, goes, God. well, she's like getting kicked out. And I was like, wait, <laughs> what? So I had not even talked to hannah yet i was like and i like hung out with her and stuff she was cool but like i had not even like seen her that night and all of a sudden like jose is just like carrying her to like i like pass her i'm going off the elevator she's like like getting on oh the elevator God. i was like sweet bye and, like the rest of the night everyone's like who's your date i was like well it was hannah i was Dude, like oh my god that's the that's the big memory that pops up you just like triggered so many memories just like that's how date parties were is like you didn't even know who your date was yeah date parties you met them the night uh, informal that was you hoped they were like yeah (laughs) i lived for it i was always a a formal whore yes (laughs) they were so much fun do you you guys miss those i do because like i I do yeah i never dress up anymore like i I never do yeah that's a good point that's a great point that was like i always say like greek life yeah, like the formality of it all 
it's so interesting to me because like yeah, yeah now i yeah i never dress up for anything and it's yeah like, now it's only like if yeah. one of the brothers is getting married yeah yeah mm-hmm. I, like that's the like craziest part because like in college it was at least once a month like if it was a down oh, month yeah it was mm-hmm. one time yeah but most of the time it was like at least once a week even yeah, like whether it was meeting. like we had to dress yeah, up for meeting. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I remember that. <laughs> we would have like date parties mm-hmm. during the semester, and then obviously everyone had their formal at the yeah. end. So yeah, and it was, it was always... like even if you weren't like decked to the nine, you were at least like in a polo or like so, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> yeah. we were doing yeah. something that required like tucking my shirt into a right. belt and yeah. like a tucked in shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was con- like constant and really like, basic when you really think about it. Like, I know. Basic yeah. style. It was ever, fun. But <laughs> it was fun. Used to get dressed up and get drunk and dance. Yes. Oh, yeah, it was a blast. So I, much fun. Yeah. I, so that part, like, I missed for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, actually same. dressing up. I made out with so many girls. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. like, like <laughs> this just bummed me out so much because you probably made out with more girls in college than I did. <laughs> oh my god! Honestly. I was a pussy slayer. You probably yeah. made out with Dude, more girls that than was, most that of our was, fraternity uh, brothers were you, did. No, no, you were the you're my grand big, and so JJ was pussy slayer. Oh, <laughs> like now you say that, I was like, you just unlocked another memory for me because I he was, was like, definitely pussy slayer. Yeah, that I was, was the I was the Christian boy. And I was JJ's little, so I was born again pussy slayer. Oh my! <laughs> God. I forgot you were his little. Yeah, no, that yeah, that was his actual nickname. Yeah, yeah. pussy slayer. I went. I'm sure he's slaying so much pussy right now. That's a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Crickets on that no one, unfortunately. I know. What I'm like, but because I haven't. Do you talk to JJ? John Argo. I haven't talked to him in a minute. John Argo. I mean, John anyone Argo, does. Yes. I don't. Yeah, I, I have no idea what that guy's doing. I couldn't even. And I, I feel bad because he was my little. But I know. Yeah. Um, he's in California. That's a, like as as much as I I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I like. I wish him all the best. I just. I mean. I really did enjoy having him as a big brother. He was pretty cool. Like we had like pretty genuine conversations. Oh no, he's dope. Yeah, he's so cool. Yeah. So, I mean, we know you're listening. Shout out John Argo. You know. John Argo. Yeah. We would always try to like. <laughs> get him drunk and he always refused he never wanted to get drunk with us i always appreciated his like yeah his willpower like he like yeah it couldn't be me and like i yeah which is so funny because i think i like had seen him completely hammered at least three or four times there <laughs> was like Actually, very I have rare occasions him. he yeah. would get I have like, and him, like, he like would get after it like yeah. he was like a, a fiend whenever yeah, he would it was let like if go. i'm gonna go in i'm gonna go in yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly mm. i wish i and i wish he was like out with us because like mm. i feel like i love bringing gays into the circle and so like yeah i was always sad when he wasn't like i'm like let's like let's gay it up dude like, yeah let's fucking like <laughs> i would love to party with him now like i wonder if he's just like like i want to go visit him and like let's go to WeHo. yeah and we ho yeah let's go <laughs> do you guys because like i just like in general i have like i'm oblivious to everything like i'm oblivious to so much just naturally like someone will like tell me something like oh yeah that guy had a gun i'm like i had a gun like are you serious like just like random shit like that or like oh yeah that person was stealing something like that person was stealing something like what the fuck Mm -hmm. do you guys have like a legit like gaydar with people like you're just like this person for sure yeah Yeah. it's second nature yeah (laughs) i say yes and no i mean mostly yes but sometimes i'm surprised for sure sometimes i'm like 
There's a few here and there that it's like a gag. You're like, whoa, mm-hmm. it was not. But I think for the most part, the funniest like, part you can is clock when, you it. See, yeah. when you see like a dude who's like pretending to be straight, and you like you know they're gay. So yeah. it's like, I think of this one student that I used to have. Like I felt so bad for him <laughs> because he was just so gay. You know, he was such like a just a gay dude. Mm-hmm. Like just I don't know how to like it just gaydar instantly when you meet him. But that he was like he pretended he was straight and I was like, oh. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember trying so hard. What a what a wild experience. Like what like if you guys don't mind me asking cuz I, I just would like to have this conversation. If we don't want to have this conversation, we can move on, but what were like some things that were like a constant like hide, like oh, hide this part of of like my sexuality like growing up? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, it, it was never really like a it was never really something I could hide. Like, yeah. I was always <laughs> just, like, I've just always been, like, so gay. So, I mean, the... I'm trying to think. I think, you know, like, okay, one thing that comes to mind is, so, like, I had a lot of, like, dude friends, you know? Like, I played sports, and, like, I just always hung around a lot of guys. And, like, the way guys talk about girls, right? Like, when we're, they're with other guys, yeah. is like, so natural you're like oh damn she's so hot like oh fuck like yeah just stupid like just, you know talking about girls i was always like thinking the same thing but about dudes you know what i mean so yeah. i was like damn that guy's really fucking hot like oh, and i want to share that with whoever i was with yeah, you want that like camaraderie still mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly and so like that was always hard and like what else did i hide and other than that i don't think i really hid much but like being able to like just openly like check out guys yeah is one thing that i think a lot of gay dudes like go through because it's like you want to also just like share who you think is hot but you don't want like yeah i mean i guess for me like like growing up i guess like in general like in school and stuff probably just like my interests with like Mm -hmm. male like interactions it's like don't talk about the fact that you are obsessed with Britney Spears. <laughs> Don't talk about the fact that, you know, like things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like, it's, it's so weird because it took me a long time to realize like how, like, it, like if we want to have like a real genuine conversation, it took me so long to realize like how one, like racist I grew up and then two, like how homophobic I grew up. Mm-hmm. Oh, and really? like, it's it's weird because like I talked to a lot of people from like Farmington and they're like, well you weren't you weren't racist or like you weren't I'm like, no but it, like it came out a lot like, yeah. it was like it was a lot of stuff and I'm glad like a lot of that has like left but I I I would really challenge a lot of people to really sit and think of like how they grew up because like mm-hmm. terminology yeah. and you know words that like I said and like there's still one guy I remember. Like, I just, like, talked shit about because he was gay. And, like, he was, like, in mm. middle school. And, like, I talked shit about him behind his back. I never had a conversation with a guy. You mm. know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. like, that type of stuff, like, haunts me, sort of. You know oh. what I mean? Yeah. No, I'll say, like, growing up in a super small town, but, like, even just, like, me being, like, the token gay, at least, like, in my generation, is, yeah. like, there's guys that, like after high school and after like have like apologized for just doing like the the second hand like just because 
their friends were like calling me a faggot and like yeah. you know doing like all of that they just like fell in line with it because they didn't know anything else so yeah yeah it's it's weird to like look back at how you're just so like your brain is just like trained to like fall in line with who you yeah. associate with at that time when like the the rough part about it too is like i didn't like it's weird because like i never felt that way or like i never felt like true hatred towards anyone right all it was was like to make people around me laugh but it was just at someone else's Mm -hmm. expense and to fit in yeah Mm -hmm. and it was like but like and that's like the worst part of it right is like i was making someone not fit in so that i could fit in yeah and like that's like fucking rough like i hate that part of like who i like grew up as one time i made a like i used to be talk about hiding your true self i made like a gay guy cry because but in in middle school especially middle school high school i think i like I, like, you know, kind of accepted myself a little bit more and, like, came to terms with who I was. But in middle school, I was definitely, like, you know, straight. And so I remember this one time, because <laughs> I, was, I was the same exact way, you know? Like, yeah. that's how you have male camaraderie is by, like, marginalizing the gay dudes and, yeah. like, marginalizing girls. And, and we were in, I'll never forget, science class. And, like, I was with, like, just people were, like, around my desk, and we were just talking about whatever, you know, probably supposed to be, like, we were supposed to be, like, doing work, but we weren't, and I was just always just fucking talking, as usual, and someone brought up some other dude, like, some other guy, and I was like, oh, that guy's almost as gay as Rubel, who is, who was really fucking, who was really feminine, you know, I don't even think he knew he was gay, he was just really feminine, and I was like, that guy's almost as gay, that guy's as gay as Rubel. Behind me was sitting Rubel, dude. <laughs> and I like turn everyone's like everyone. No one laughed, right? And I was like, "Wait, that's a dead giveaway." <laughs> like, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, oh, he's like, he's behind me, isn't he? I just did something like, really yeah. bad. I think like, oh, <laughs> so, that's like fuck. a scene from a movie. <laughs> yeah. I turn around, and he had heard everything I said, and like I just remember him like he started to cry, and I was like, "Fuck!" And of course, I'm also gay myself, you know. But here yeah. I am, like trying to like. Inter- fit in yeah, and make fun of that's and that's how embedded it is in like yep. straight culture straight male cultures like, yeah that even when you're pretending to be straight like you make fun of gay guys because yeah that's what you do well it's like it was so weird too because like i'm very thankful to have had lambda kai for as like weird and as like crazy as fraternities like can be like even the thought of like complimenting like another guy was just not something i grew up with yeah like anytime like I remember when I like first started wearing like chinos, which is like not like it's like just <laughs> chinos. They're not like you know what I mean. Like I wasn't wearing like so when you st- got style. Yeah, I was about to say like when I <laughs> I was also comfortable too. I was like jeans suck sometimes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, it was ridiculous. But like I remember I got ridiculed for it, and I was just like fuck it, whatever. But like <laughs> in like Lambda Kai, like some of the straightest dudes would say the gayest shit. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like that part was like huge. For me, I think, because, like, I, again, I, I grew up just with, like, this ideology of, like, what, like, manhood was or, like, whatever, like, com- like camaraderie, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I was very fortunate to have, like, found a group of guys that everyone's just, like, super comfortable with each other. Yes. Because that's just, that doesn't always exist for people. Yeah, that was, like, uh, I mean, I'm forever grateful for the fraternity for giving me that because I never, growing up, never had male friends. I was always... Yeah the one gay boy surrounded by a million girls. So it's like being oh. in that group of like these 
gross, disgusting, straight <laughs> men. Who's but, the first person you think of when you say all those, all but those statements? Who were, but who were so accepting of yeah, us. Like, question. we were all, like, like, family, and it wasn't, like, weird at yeah. all. Like, they were so accepting of us, and, yeah. like, that's so fucking cool. Like, yeah. I have all of these very, very, very straight men that are very close friends. It's so funny because, like, to take a step back from, like, what you're saying, let's add to the list just for funsies, uh, misogyny. Like, you're yeah. misogynistic as fuck. Like, totally. And it, it wasn't, like, it's not, again, not something I'm proud of. Because, like, I don't know. I, I grew up with strong women in my family. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I loved every bit of that. But, like, I don't think I, like, truly, like, respected women. So I never, mm-hmm. like, on the opposite side of that, I never had female friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like... I, like I had female, like I had females even in high school who didn't want to date me, just wanted to be my friend, mm-hmm. and I was very quick to like push them away as well. So like even to just have that, which I feel like I'm much better about now, possibly like why I'm resilient to date as well, but or uh, not resilient, um, hesitant. Mm-hmm. But like on the opposite, like token of that, like I didn't grow up with female friends to have the fraternity so close to sororities. Like that was like huge for me mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I don't know. I had such a weird development in college. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, it's always like, you know, our identity is always growing, evolving. And like, I do think, yeah, like when you look at like just male culture in general there's like a lot of misogyny embedded into it there's a lot of like homophobia embedded into it and it's like to untangle all of that is really hard but yeah i think like the best straight guys you yourself like do that you know they're they're able they're (laughs) able to just like see like oh fuck like because there are some guys to this day who are like older than you right that still operate like that because they think that's how you socialize and it's like no like that's not that's not that cool. Like you can still yeah. be your, you can still be cool and funny and like whatever, but just like, you don't have to like be a dick to like yeah. gays and girls. I like yeah. to think <laughs> at least like, I hope the way I see it, I, like us, the way that like we had like so many female friends in college, like even like our fraternity brothers, girlfriends, like, that they saw the way like we were with them, you know, as like just a a form of respect towards females. I like to think that we taught them a few things. (laughs) Well, I mean, I always take pride in the fact that I was like the first out, out being the keyword, (laughs) like gay dude in Lambda Chi, because prior to me, prior to me, there was like Roger and Carlos, but they were like, deep in the closet no like if you're listening to this roger and carlos i'm sorry but like there's shout very... out because we know you are <laughs> yeah yeah very deep yeah. and i think i was like the first and then then when you joined with yeah, me and you recruited it was like me. the both yeah. of us and we like, like the... we were like yeah we're i think at that we're time i was gays. maybe bi <laughs> oh yeah but then i like evolved into gay you know like sure and and now I think there's like it's it's I think it's normal these days to, for there like, to be a few gays. Yeah, it makes me proud. That I've heard of. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good thing. The I was about to say I so I never experienced the fraternity with you, Elliot, but Chris I experienced with one semester. What was like the dynamic for you two like in college? Like what was just like the fun that you had, or like what was like the craziness? Like do you have anything that readily comes to mind that you're like, we fucking did this and this was cool. Oh my god, I mean, honestly, like, everything. I feel like 
Well, I in college, I just had like so much FOMO. I needed to be mm. everywhere yeah. every time. But like, I just, I don't know. We just always wanted to have a good time. Like we brought the fun girls and like we just, were the, probably, I think a big one, probably Padre. Oh, Padre was That first year fun. that we went together. <laughs> that was like a bunch of us went, a bunch of the brothers. And it was just like. Obviously, Padre is wild, but yeah, yeah. And then you, before your time, when we lived at our big house with yeah. Chelsea oh, and Miranda, because yeah. that was no one else had like a a party house. So every party we held, every pregame we held was at that house. So it's just like rangers all the time. I think that is like the key difference that I didn't have in college, like. Yeah. My first semester was the, like the two houses that we even partied at remotely was Segovia's mm-hmm. and then was uh, Reed, Reed and Bubba's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that house. I love yeah. that house. That, oh that house God. was fucking <laughs> fun. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. Like I had a blast there. But then like, as we went into my <laughs> sophomore year, I think we borrowed roman's parents house for a party once and it was for a brotherhood so it was like a little bit less stressful like guys weren't gonna like try to like uh what's the word i'm looking for like impress girls like or like do anything like so it was just those guys like we were gonna be a little bit more responsible yeah um i i think we borrowed someone else's house who like was an associate which was hilarious because like we had to plan big brother night there and he oh, couldn't know about he, it. Oh my like, god! Oh my god. <laughs> it was this whole like. Hey, by the way, like I know you're getting initiated, but can we use your house? Yeah, yeah. 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 You Seriously. can't. You can't be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, this is a problem. Uh, we need your house, and no, you can't know what's going on. That's we hilarious. did. We did that, and then several times, and it was, this was super dumb. The more I look back on it, several times we rented a house for a party <laughs> which was so dumb for anyone who signed off on it because we were never old enough would you just to do split it split it like how would you like we would all pitch we would all pitch for oh, a, that's a house so wild it was it was wild it was it first off let's just call it it's stupid because like we like we threw 80s at like a rented house like the those huge houses like in the Oregon. yeah yeah we like the there was one time that I believe it was eighties. It could have been for a different party, but like we rented a house and Scott Glines like put his like name down or something. And like, first off we did wreck the house. Also, Scott didn't want to clean up the house. He was like, we're good. Like, it's fine. And we're like, we're not good. Like there's throw this up on fine. Yeah. yeah. Like just yeah. throw up on the carpet, dude. Like there's, this is not okay. <laughs> And he was like, eh, it's fine, it's fine. Oh well, then, to make matters worse, the owner of the house, like, there were certain things that were gross, right? I think someone, like, peed on the tile and there was throw up on the carpet. Like, there Jeez. was some gross stuff. Yeah. But then, like, he, like, staged stuff. Like, the computer, like, monitor cord was the only thing holding it from, like, falling off the desk. Like, the owner, like, staged stuff. And, like, all of us were like, look, we, we know we did harm in there. We didn't yeah. do that. Like, that, we didn't do that. He ended up like threatening Scott and like going to his house huh. and like per like the the contract, you're not supposed to make contact with anyone like outside of like the app or whatever. Maybe we used Airbnb. I can't remember the exact details, mm-hmm. but because of that, like Scott's mom got a lawyer and he got away with 
all of that because oh the guy God. like threatened him. I mean, just again, yeah. stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't stupid, know stupid. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I can't say that I'm like, yeah, I can't say I blame that guy, but at the same time, like you don't. Well, why do I remember hearing about that? Like as a, an alum <laughs> at that point, I think like I remember just hearing about that and like, cause it was a big thing that even like it spread to like the non-active chapter. And I remember hearing about that and like, I was like, this is fucking crazy that this dude like went above and beyond to like really target Lambda Kai. Yeah. yeah. But also like, why the fuck is Lambda Kai renting a house? You know, like <laughs> yeah. there's yeah. no one in that none fucking us, chapter that has a house. And they none, of us, none of us wanted to live outside of the house. We all uh, wanted yeah, to yeah, be yeah. there, which like is cool to like have that like bond. It's not cool when like you want to drink and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah just, that's why that year that we had that huge house, every used to bite party, the bullet was at our house it was why i remember we never luckily never ever got in trouble the one time it which is also so insane the one time a cop came he was he was a lambda Lambda kai alum no way and we we made doug (laughs) answer the door because he's like the most like can like handle that sure and my car was parked in the driveway and i had the sticker on the back yeah and he asked he was like do lambda guys live here and Doug was like yeah like we all are and he was like okay well have a good name and yeah. like, that was it and we had like so many people like hiding in the hundreds, garage like, hundreds like of people would it, was house. Insane. it was insane yeah we also rented a house my sophomore year we rented a house for risky business which that was also stupid, but we were like kind of smart about it. Like we had, we were like, everyone parks here. No one sent out an address. Like we're like, everyone parks here. It was like an elementary school or something. Yeah. And we just had trucks running back and forth from that elementary school the entire time. Like (laughs) so incredibly stupid, but like we also were trying to cover our bases. Organized. Yeah, that's organized. What I, yeah, I, yeah. Love, I, I do love, appreciate I love our fraternity. We were very yep. organized about our our things every time. Paul we, always yeah. will give yes. me shit. Like he'll always. That's like I feel like that's like one of the like fucking like GDI's like favorite talking point <laughs> is like like oh you know like you were in Greek life like blah, blah 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 like just talking shit. But it's like yeah, tell me a party that you went to that was as organized as fucking. A Greek life party because we knew what the fuck we were doing. Yeah. There was, guess what? We had bodies. We had people to like do this shit. So it's like, hey, yeah, you're gonna dry ride. You're, you're you freshmen are gonna drive. Yeah. this carload of girls from yeah. Inez Elementary School to yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, and it yeah, usually we worked. It usually worked. It was like um, seamless. Also, and like, granted, I don't think it's was this way with every fraternity, but at least with ours. Like, we truly cared that people got home safely. Like, not just oh, got home. Of course. You know absolutely. what I mean? So, like, yeah. tell me another party, to your point, of, mm-hmm. like, that you got home and, like, you or, like, if you blacked out, you didn't wake up in a bush. Mm-hmm. Rather, you woke up, like, I think Sam Sierra put, like, cases of water, like, behind me so I didn't, like, roll over and puke and, like, die. Yeah. Like, tell me, <laughs> tell me another organization or, like, time in your life that you're that well taken care of. Totally. Yeah, even. a thousand million percent. Yeah. Yeah. Organization was huge. And then, like, also, like, to that point, too, stuff that we did outside of parties or even for parties, like, signing, like, uh, what was it, activity request forms. Like, yeah. having that preparation, finding ways that you could do these things, like... 
legally is not the right word, but kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like do these things and cover your With own ass. Like, approval. Yeah. yeah. Like tell me another time that you were that responsible about being irresponsible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was a social chair, it was like, everyone send me your dates. Yep. Who's coming? Yep. Like very, yeah. Yeah. It was very official. I need to pee. Go ahead. Yeah. Do no. your thing. The, uh, you were social chair. Did you, mm. were you ever, you weren't ever IOTA? No, I was iota, and that was by far the worst position. That was ever. Yeah, I mean that was one they would have never. No, had me <laughs> do that. No, <laughs> I did that, and the year that I did that, I was also sober, and that was just rough. Like I did dry ride, no less than thirty times. Oh jeez, yeah, it, it was insane. I think the only. Two other people that may have done that was like Carlos and Armando. Yeah. Like, oh, those two always mm-hmm. reliable. Well, Armando never drank in college. I mean, he's another one we would always be like trying to like shove alcohol down his throat, and he would never drink with us. That's hilarious because I know a completely different Mondo. That's what <laughs> I'm getting at. Now I'm like, who is this? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I always say this and shout out. I hope they're listening. Uh, Larry Jackson and Kevin Drost. I I tell everyone the best part of Lambda Kai for me is like those two and no, nothing against either of them. I would never have hung out with them outside of at Lambda Kai. Right. We would have never been friends otherwise. And yeah. that's like those are two guys that I can remember times of just hanging out with and like just enjoying being around them. Yeah. Do you have like any like friendships like that? You're like I would not have been friends. Oh my god! Yeah, absolutely. I mean, most of the guys in my associate class. Well, I joined late. I joined junior year. Okay. So so most most of the guys in my class were freshmen. So it was like Nick Kershaw, Ryan Reinhardt, Travis Tillery, like all those guys. Those are humans that, like in normal life, I would probably like be afraid of like yeah. never talk to <laughs> why but like <laughs> like ryan like i love all these scary those guys ever. like i got so close with them because of lambda kai like i love those boys yeah to the death yeah that's insane it's so funny <clears throat> to think of like that dynamic i was just telling chris that like larry jackson and kevin drost would not have hung out with either of them like really if it like if it weren't for lambda kai no well that's i always I I'll never forget one time at a um was High Zeta retreat is that what they called mm-hmm. it? Um, I had this moment with Marcus Anderson and like other people. Shout out Quiz. Love him, yeah. Um, I love Lambda Kai because I was always like, you know what, Lambda Kai. I was so drunk. Lambda Kai <laughs> takes the best of like whatever social circle and puts them together. You know, like you have like the hottest jocks but like you also have like the coolest nerds and like the like the best of the best and like i remember marcus he was like yeah yeah <laughs> exactly you know <laughs> i'm like we really were just like a bunch of dudes who just wanted to like have like drink in college so we just joined like a greek organization just yeah a drinking club exactly i it's so funny because for the life of me i cannot tell you and i've, I've talked to him a couple times about this since Rye Rod and myself, I think after my first formal, um, we were at Tanner Hand's house because we were at the the social was um, Home Builders Association. Oh, 
Yes. The old, the old I have home not builders. heard that, that yeah. name in so long. Home oh, Builders Association. Exactly. <laughs> so it was after, like, I was, like, laying on the couch, and I was so drunk. I was, And, like, I felt fine, though. Like, I didn't I didn't even wake up, like, hungover. Like, I was just drunk. I had so much fun. And Ryrod was, like, on another couch. And he and I just had this heart-to-heart for what felt like 45 minutes. Because there was couches there. I forgot. Yes. Like, there yes. was, I was like... <laughs> There were couches there. I and, and I, like, to this day, I don't remember what we talked about. Oh. <laughs> like, I have no clue at all. But we did. We had this heart-to-heart. And I think even, like, a week later, he's like, dude. He's like, we had a pretty deep conversation. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we did. And he's like, do you remember what we talked about? I was like, I, I don't. Nope. I don't remember any of it, actually. <laughs> Those are, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I did have, like, some pretty deep talks. One of the ones I remember was sober Thursday before... Um, what is it? Um, bid day mm-hmm. with Andre LaRossi. I think it was like 11 p.m. till like 4 a.m. We were just in the parking lot. Just you talked for five hours just in the parking lot. Oh, oh my god! And that was I what think that was when he became one of my it? best friends because of that. Because like Aww. we just sat and talked, and we were just like we were seniors, and it was like I think both of us were just like we're just gonna have a fucking awesome year. Were like, you high? Yeah. No. Oh. No. Oh, I love that. That, that is crazy. cute. That's so cute. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, five Mike, hours. Yeah. That's a Mike long is, Mike's probably another one. He was also yeah, yeah. my pledge class, and we became so close. Like, the, mm-hmm. yeah, the little Rossi boys. The Rossi boys. Which is so funny because, like, I remember going through Rush because I, I did go through Rush my uh, first semester, but I joined second semester. And I remember going through Rush and like talking with Mike, which Mike was really cool. And Andre was really cool. Andre was super nice. But I just remember seeing him and like, fuck that guy. Like I did not want to like, Andre? talk. To- yeah. I thought he was such a, I thought he was a super douche. I was like, fuck this guy. And he was nothing but like super oh, nice so to me. Sweet. Yeah. He was so yeah. Sweet. That, I mean, that goes back to like the conversation we were having, right? Like, like just fuck a popular, like popular dude around me. Fuck you. Like I just like <laughs> felt threatened. I was just, like, nah, I'm good. Like, I don't want to talk to this guy at all. That was like constantly like my first reaction of a lot of people. Like, fuck that's that exactly guy. how I felt about Ryan. Ryan hurt. Really? <laughs> no, time, yeah, same. Like, like he's the first thing that came to mind too. Like, I fucking hate this kid. He's so annoying. He's so obnoxious. And then we ended uh, up being like so close. Yeah. For all the shit I've given Reinhardt, and I love giving Reinhardt shit. Yeah. Who does that? Oh yeah. I was about to say it's awesome. <laughs> what am I like? Side tangent. One of my favorite things that we did was like dress like a brother, and there was. So many people that dressed as different versions of Ryan. It's so easy. Yeah. It's so yeah. easy. Yeah. Oh my god. But for what it's worth, and I, I hope he's listening too. The thing that I like the the most desirable trait or admirable trait or whatever you want to call it of Ryan Reinhardt was he was always one hundred percent him. Yes. Like, and he wore it completely, no matter it, what, mm-hmm. except for that he claimed that he was from Lubbock. That's the only <laughs> except for the fact that he lied about where he was from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Now that you bring, that, he was like, no matter how much shit anyone yeah. gave him, like he didn't care. He, yeah, yeah. Or, or like he just like wore his heart on his sleeve, which like I could relate to. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I had no other choice. Like, and he just did. He wore his heart on his sleeve, yeah, and yeah. like as goofy as I thought it was that he would like warm up religiously for flag football and like just like he was just like a total yeah. dork but he was just him he was 100 percent him and yeah. like that's like the best quality of ryan reinhardt you know yeah 
what other uh what things did you go through just after graduating for example i really struggled one with the camaraderie piece that we talked about earlier but also like the lack of structure because i felt like in college right you have classes you have greek life you have this you have that like the lack of structure for me the amount of free time but then also like okay like i never have like a break again like i get a three-day weekend every so often be a teacher yeah like i'm like that's one thing that that, like if you're if you become like that's uh that's one thing that i love about teaching i mean not anymore but Mm -hmm. is like you still get to experience that feeling because you get yep and the plus is that you get paid (laughs) while you're doing nothing exactly so if you want that feeling be a teacher for sure maybe i go back to that i guess you being a teacher for sure i appreciate that the uh what were things that you struggled with post-graduation Mm-hmm. post-graduation what did i struggle with what did i struggle with while you're thinking of that will you grab me another one of these guys yeah um i think i'll go yeah probably i i just missed college so much i was like i think i was really not the best at school but i was really good at college yeah, and that's a good, good way of putting it. Yeah. And just, uh, like, man. have the constant of, like, especially my last year living in the house, just having everyone there all the time, always something to do, no matter always what. Always something to do. Yeah. Do you either, I apologize, do either of you guys have Be Real? I do. I did it for, like, a week, and then I was like, oh, no. Be Real just told me it's time. Yes. So, no, let's do it. Let's be real. First, and then I'll flip it around. I think the we were talking about like being good at college. Remind me of the last part of that because I was listening to you. I promise. No, we were talking like, about um, that. We, after graduating, just yeah, not having everyone around all the time, and like yes, there was always something to do. There was always someone to like go to lunch with. Like yes, anyone was down to drink at any given time of the day. It like, really, it really that. was. Like I remember. It, so my junior year was our last year at Greek Complex, and then we moved to Cervantes mm. after that. And I like I just thought it was perfect timing that I was like, we're moving to Cervantes. It's time for me to be a big boy. I'm gonna get an apartment. Like I need to like, I need to like kind of graduate to adulthood before I graduate. Like I just thought that I was like I need to mm. get out of like the house. And I remember like people being mad at me for that, and I was just like I, I think I resented that too. I was just like fuck that. And then, like, the, the dumbest thing, we were all watching an Aggies game in Mondo's room, and Scott Glines and James Aidey say, like, if the Aggies win this game, I'm going to wax my chest. And, like, James <laughs> being like, I'll do it too. And, like, we win the game, and Scott was like, fuck it, like, drunk, and we we waxed his chest, oh like, God, in, front of, in front of, like, 20 Did you 20 have, like, dudes. materials for that? Like, like did, you, did you have so, wax? Which was funny. <laughs> Sam Sierra waxed his eyebrows in college, and he's like... Interesting. Yeah, and he was like, uh, my eyebrows look fucking good. Fuck all of you. You remember him saying <laughs> that? Oh that God, was, like, a direct that. quote. Yes, that's Sam. It was so funny. fuck yeah. It was so funny. Shout out, Sam Sierra. And I just remember crying, laughing oh. in uh, Mondo's room, and just laughing so hard. And at that moment, I was like, 
I was like, I'm not living outside of the house or like Cervantes. I was like, I'm yeah. living with these guys. And like, to your point of like, it was the unplanned stuff. It was always fun to have date parties and formals and all this stuff. But it was the unplanned like bullshit that just like happened. Totally. Yeah, it was totally. so much fucking No, fun. I remember literally like it sounds stupid, but like after graduating, like leaving the house like literally hysterically crying because i wasn't going to be living there anymore and like having everyone there because just at any given moment like something would be happening i cried when i left cruces as well yeah when i drove out of town i did the uh it was a weird story uh driving to college i remember showing my buddy this song that had like i thought had just been released or whatever um and it was fen or it was uh arrows by fences and macklemore was like featured on it and driving down i remember showing him that song as we were driving it was just past border patrol going south mm-hmm. as i was going back i had that song like it just sh- like came up on shuffle like randomly in the exact same spot i was like yeah. like it was like oh, four years just flashed oh. i was like what the fuck like that's crazy. That was that after I cried too. That was well. That was after I got done crying, and oh, then I cried okay. again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I cried again. <laughs> what was uh, what are like some things that you struggled with post graduation? Oh, that's such a good question. I I don't know if I struggled. I'm like I. So I always loved like my dynamic between like Albuquerque and Crucis. Like I like took pride in it because did like, you I, do you grow up here? Yes, okay. and gotcha. so like, and I loved living here. Like, I loved. I had, I have a lot of friends here. Sure. I but then I was like, I am gonna leave Albuquerque for college. Like I and I, I remember at Sandia, or just maybe just me myself. I remember thinking like state was like the cool school you went to, and I couldn't get. In, I couldn't like go out. I wanted to go out of state, but I was a terrible <laughs> high school student, and so I couldn't go anywhere out of state. Um. But I was like, I'm gonna go to NMSU because that's where like you go to party and like I'm a partier and like I I belong there like I fit in, and so like but then I also but so I went down to state, made a bunch of friends, partied my ass off. But then I would come back here, have the same amount of fun. And so like coming back almost, I was like, it was just like I'm just okay now. I'm just gonna come back to Albuquerque and like I have all my friends here and I'm just gonna like continue to party and. I think the the hardest thing maybe was like being an adult, like having to get a job and like, it's like, Oh fuck. I don't have like the excuse of school anymore. Yeah. I can, I need to like find a real job. It was so funny because there's like some, there's like moments in life that are like, well, no shit. Right. Like there's moments where like you say something or someone says something to you and you look at me like, no shit. Like, yeah, that's the way things go. But it wasn't until like, two weeks into like the job that I was doing, I like, I showed up to work like super hungover and I was like, this sucks. I was like, I should just call in. And it was like, so like, I just thought it was the funniest thing in my mind that was like an unexcused absence and a no call, no show are not the same thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like in college, it's like, you can have an unexcused absence yeah, or like, just you know, like, I can't go to class. It's like, whatever. No one cares. Yeah. No one cares. It's different. Yeah. I was like, and I like, it's a huge difference. It's but, so yeah. funny. Cause I was like, yeah, a no call, no show or just like calling in sick when you're not like that. Yeah. That's not a fucking thing that exists in like the <laughs> adult world. Like, or, it, you know, some people do it and it's like, that's, like, that's not okay. I do that. So, <laughs> But <laughs> no, it's a joke. But, like, <laughs> but I feel like, 
Yeah, call and now what's interesting is like now my job is to like literally advise college students, right? And so like it's just interesting to see see how like I've evolved from like this person I'm advising. Like, you know, they're in college, they're so like I don't know, the world is like their oyster and they're so, so green. scared and they're so green. Yeah, they're yeah. so like and I'm just like listen, stop stressing about like stupid ass stuff like yeah. you're gonna get through this it's gonna be fine like we're you know, there's there's an, another side tell of this but yeah in college it's so like everything's so real my my sister went to state um and she was a freshman when i was a senior and i remember she called me once and she was like i'm like failing this class it was like within like three four weeks of like classes starting and i was i was like okay and she was like you're not freaking out that I'm failing this class. I was like, no. <laughs> no. And then she was like, she's like, what do I do? I was like, can you pass this? She's like, I don't think so. And I was like, okay, drop, drop it. it. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I, was, I was exactly, I was like, so exactly. Withdraw. Like, both, both, like both of, like all of us right here sitting here. It's like, yeah, like you're going to fail a class. Okay, drop it. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Like, and then she was like, is that going to do it? I was like, no. I was like a W and an F are not the same thing. Oh, um, dude, that's like, like my, like my talking point with all <laughs> students. Like, <laughs> But, but see, there are some fucking kids. I swear to you, who they'll wait. They will fucking wait till they because there's like a deadline, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's, the deadline's yeah. really extended. You know, you can drop a class like far into the semester. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you've had multiple signs where it's like, I'm gonna fail this class. Like I need to drop yes. it. But there are some kids, and just, I just I just don't think they know because they're so naive. Sure. Like you, but like yeah, you can just you can withdraw from a class, and it's not gonna affect your GPA. That's like how, it does suck yeah. for like scholarships. So you have to like add a class, but yeah. But yeah, but that's how like how far back they are in terms of their like mental capacity. Almost, it's like that's they are, they're so I scared still. With my sister, she also went to state, and we're seven years apart. So okay, yeah, we're also polar opposites. And since like she cared so much about school itself, yeah. like she wasn't in Greek life, she didn't do like. I did. She, did, she so didn't have any fun. She'd be like freaking out about like school itself. And Sam, I'd be like, girl, she's get degrees. Like, yeah. just, just do what get, you can. Um, like, how often or were you ever asked, um, like for your diploma or like any, like, like they check my transcripts, I think. Transcripts. Transcripts is what they Transcripts, check. Transcripts, yes. Yeah. My diploma now. I was about to say, I'm like, the, I, think they checked my transcripts and truthfully they like thinking of my company now like they probably just looked at it like they're like oh if you graduate don't. you went yeah. exactly yeah. Dude, <laughs> you I showed tell, up at some point like yeah. that was i want to get into this topic too so i i graduated in uh hotel restaurant tourism management and there were like kids because like i was the same way right c's get degrees like there's certain things that like i just don't the care like classes that i cared about were like where like true effort had to be like put in yeah not not studying effort right because we've all bullshitted a class an assignment whatever yeah but like you can't bullshit a meal like you can't you know what i mean like you had like we had Mm -hmm. to do some crazy shit in that class which was so fun i say crazy Mm -hmm. shit like wasn't threatening or anything like that but i remember like looking at some kids and i'm like you are not gonna fucking like survive in the real world i'm Mm -hmm. like your gpa is 10 times better than mine but i'm like I'll probably run laps around you, which is like mm-hmm. maybe not a fair estimate, but I don't know. I feel like a lot of kids in college, it was like just trying to play the game. And it's like, totally. It's like, no, nah, dude, that's not, there are some people that like, that's their whole, that's their whole identity. And like, I, I, I think those kids, 
especially now that I work at a university, they stay at the university. Like, like they're, they're advisors now or they're like, they're on their like second master's degree or they're like getting their PhD because like they can own their whole identity is like higher education. And well, I think there's like a lot of credibility in it. There, it's also like, you know, there's a whole world outside of your higher, GPA, yeah, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. way, way more than that. What did yeah. you, what did you guys uh, graduate with? Uh, I got like a bachelor's in a bachelor of arts in government and communication studies. I double majored, and then I, nice. I minored in marketing. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, bachelor of arts in journalism and mass communications, and a minor in marketing. Was did you guys either uh, ever change your degree at any point? Well, I the funny thing about my major is that so I my original major was communications communication studies because it's how naive I was and I I think it's just because I was like the first person in my family to go to college but like I thought communication studies was like mass communication so like mm-hmm. I was like I'm gonna go to college I'm gonna major in like public relations, mass communication. Like I'm like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a social <laughs> PR person and I s- was choosing my major and I chose communication studies, not mass communication. Like this was like more like interpersonal communication, like how to like, I don't even know what the fuck the degree, the major was, but there was many classes in it. Um, but it was more like counseling type shit. And so I was like, like literally my sophomore year, I was like, this is, why am I in this program? <laughs> like, yeah, what the yeah. fuck? I was doing well in the classes because I was taking college seriously, but I was like, this is not what I want to do. So then I added government because I thought I wanted to go to law school. And then, and so then, but I never, so I never changed, but I added because I was not in the right program. It's so funny. Like at that age, like asking questions was like crippling. Or at least it was for oh me. Oh my like, god! Yes, dude. I wouldn't dare. Yeah, because it was like it was all like the or like the thought that someone might know that I don't know what I'm doing. Exactly. Like it's I, terrifying. That's yeah. like if I could go back and give myself like a piece of advice, I'd tell myself like, "Hey, dude, ask all the questions. Yeah, like, ask all. There are so many people that want to help, and that's being on the other side now. I'm telling you, it's so weird to see that exact phenomenon. It's yeah. like these kids come to you so nervous because they think they should know everything they think that yeah. you know we have a culture of like you you're in college like you should have everything figured yeah, out like yeah, you I should know like everything someone was gonna yell at me if i didn't know exactly yeah. mm-hmm. what i was doing well, and it was weird too right because like i don't know about like you guys but there was always uh like a job fair and one mm. of the questions is always where do you see yourself in five years it's like <laughs> the worst question always ever. yeah besides like tell me about yourself it's like i who am I? I don't I? know where I <laughs> yeah. see myself in five minutes. Yeah, like, no shit, sure, right? You ask me that. Yeah. Where do I start? Yeah. yeah. That's the that's the thing because it's like I felt like that question. I always felt stupid for not knowing that. And then like I also feel like telling like I, I, I always felt the need even when I coached to tell kids like you don't even know what you don't know yet. Like oh, there's, beautiful. there's so much shit that you don't know. Mm. And you're going to find out that you don't know it real quick. You're like, Oh fuck. I have to do this. Like even like just something simple, like, I don't know, a mission test on like a car. It's like, yeah, you got to do that, dude. Like some kids are like, wait, what? Like, I'm like wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, do I do that? I think I do that. Like I, <laughs> like, I try to do that. Just like, <laughs> ran- but like random shit, right? Like there's so much that's like 
I didn't. I, like, I don't know what I don't know. And yeah, um, I, like I don't know. I just remember being petrified to ask questions. Oh yeah, I would never. Yeah. Well, I always think think and this is one thing I can say. Like, you know, I think I don't. I definitely don't regret being in Greek life. I love Lambda Chi. I had a great time in it. Do I think there are like issues within Greek life and 100%, like things that need to be really fit like fixed? Totally. But one thing I will always say about Greek Lambda Chi is that Lambda Chi kept me in college. Like, had it not been for Lambda Chi, 100%. I probably would have like went back, came, come back to Albuquerque. Would I have like continued at UNM? Maybe. But like I think Lambda Chi like really in a weird way kept me in college because I like was really like committed to it sure. and in order to like be in that I had to be in college and so like yeah and so that is one thing I always say when people like hate on Greek life or like talk shit about it I'm like listen for me it was the reason I stayed in college so I don't know yeah I mean that that's I mean that's a great reason I I think I would say just like what I talked about earlier, just like really broaden my horizons and like taught me like what like healthy friendship could like really be. Cause mm-hmm. I, I, and not to like totally bash farming and like there was, there was definitely positives of that, but I think I was so, I, I, that's the other thing for as much people say, like you pay for your friends in Greek life. Like one, I always joked. I'm like, I'm like, Oh no, you're renting friends. Like you give them back when you graduate. Mm-hmm. I was so wrong in that statement. I only hang out with Lambda guys. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, they're truly like lifelong friends that I've had. Absolutely. And it's so funny. Like the, just the concept of that, like in high school, like I hung out with people that were like in proximity and like every time I would write a check or like pay my dues, it's like, no, I'm actively choosing to be friends with these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was like pretty cool. Well, and I think Greek life, you know, I think a lot of my friends in high school, they stayed hanging out with their friends from high school. 100%. And I think people who join Greek life, it's like another high school maybe, or like another, like, it's like you... Yeah, there's clicky drama and stuff like that. But. Yeah, and it's fun, and it's like, but like, it gives you a whole other circle of friends. Whereas like, yeah, you can hate on me for joining Greek life, but I also made more friends when I went to college as like you... Who were like, did you make any friends when you went into college? I don't know. Like, cause you stayed with the same people in high school. And so like, that's why I always like think about Paul. No offense, Paul. But, like, <laughs> Shout out. Anthony, <laughs> you know, like I'm like, who, what new friends did you make in college? Like I made a whole bunch of new friends in college. Yeah. And like, yeah. I still talk to them to this day. And yeah, maybe it was because it was Greek life, but whatever. They're still like my friends, you know? So, yeah. yeah. I, so I had like, I call them worlds, which like just, just for the lack of a better word, like when I worked at camp in Tyler, Texas, like that was like a separate world that like I was a part of. Oh yeah. I forgot you did the camp. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. I still have like great memories. I still talk to people that like I worked at camp with and like, that's like a world that like people don't know about or like, don't like, won't share that with me. Right. A lot of stuff from like Lambda Chi, like my parents will like never see like that world mm-hmm. that like I was in. Right. Yeah. Same thing with like my work now being part of, you know, this company, like these are worlds that like sometimes will never cross. Mm-hmm. And it was like weird to think about that, but to have those experiences and like those people along the way, like are incredible. Are there any like worlds that you can think of that are like separate pockets that you're like, this was cool to have been a part of. 
Mm, I think the first thing that comes to mind is I did an internship in D.C. My, I think the summer between my junior and senior year of college. Um, and it was through the Congressional Hispanic Caucus in D.C. And it was like they brought a bunch of like brown kids, like, <laughs> like Latinos, like Hispanics to D.C. to intern for a summer. And like there was a whole co- cohort of us. And it was cool because, you know, there was I, I was like one of three from New Mexico there. But there are people from all over. You know, there are people like yeah. from New England, Texas, California. And that was talk about like a pocket because like I love I still talk to like some of them to this day. But that was like a a world that it was like different from like my NMSU world, different from like yeah. my Albuquerque world, like a whole other world that I created this one summer. Um, I think about that. I think about, I've always been one to like, I, I like, I like my worlds to intersect. So I like, always want my worlds <laughs> to like combine in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want like, them to come together. Lambda Kai, meet my work friends, work friends, yeah. meet my gym friends, gym friends, meet my whoever friends, you know? So it's like, I like, I like, I think of my world as a like one big world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really have like different worlds i think mostly just like i guess like friendships that i've made along the way at like certain points whereas like people you never think you would ever like become close with you know maggie wilkins Mm -hmm. is like we went to coachella in 2016 we were already out of college hannah brought her as her plus one and i had just like scene of her like in yeah. the sorority and I was like oh god this girl's annoying like she's gonna drive us <laughs> I was like she's gonna drive we were all staying in like these little condos I was like she's gonna drive me nuts like I'm like already annoyed we are like the best of friends today like I so I have a bad perception of Maggie, <laughs> and like I, I I'm gonna bring it around. I I hope Not she's a listening bad to this. perception. I, I hope she's listening to this. the The thing was is like I was always around her when either she was drinking or I was drinking. Yeah, <laughs> Maggie or a, both. She was well in college at least. She was a yeah. she was a wild girl. And like for me is like especially in like if anyone ever listens to this podcast, uh, any episode like. I truly like. I hate small talk. I small talk. Sucks oh my god, to the me. worst. Ah, the like, wor- the I, absolute worst. I want to like. I, like I thought about this the other day. Like even like friendships, relationships, whatever. Like I want to know what bugs the absolute shit out of you. Like I want to know like what mm-hmm. like makes you tick throughout the day. The deep I want to know. Shit. Yeah, and like and even like low level deep shit, if that makes sense. Like this is such such a tangent and I promise I'll get back to Maggie but the other day I was like I, I went to wash my hands my hands were wet I go for the soap and there's no soap and I'm like I can't imagine anything that's more disgusting to me I'm like I just used the restroom my hands are dripping wet and they're just dirty wet hands now like even if I wipe them off with a paper towel like I, I had this whole thought process and I'm like that's the shit I want to know about people what's something that you fucking hate that just like it's so small uh, yeah. it's not gonna ruin it's not gonna ruin your day but it's mm-hmm. like you fucking drives you nuts yeah so anywho that being said i never had anything even remotely close to like talking with maggie so like 
for me to have judged her or anything like that, I'm like, I don't even fucking know Maggie. Like, <laughs> and then in her defense, like, there's so many girls that like I talked to in college, like had a conversation with, that afterwards, like a week later, I went to introduce myself sober, and they're like, yeah, we met, you were drunk, like. So it's unfair for me to be like, oh, fucking Maggie. So, like, I, I don't have a great, like, image of Maggie, but at the same time, I've never even, like, talked to her. Like, yeah. that's unfair. It's funny because, I mean, we've been friends for years now, and it could have just been that one weekend at Coachella that, like, we were just like, hey, whatever, getting drunk yeah. and listening to music. But now, like, we have such an incredible bond, and she loves to say, which I think it's, like, really cute. She loves to say that I raised her because <laughs> I was I was already out of college and she was a freshman in college when we met. Oh wow that's yeah. right. And we yeah. but we like we just became such good friends and I'm like close with her family now. Like yeah. she it's just like weird how things like that happen. It, it is weird, right? Because like I, I think of that like even back to the, the proximity of like high school. Like like I was best friends with this person because like oh we've been best friends. I don't remember how we even met. Right. And it's like, there's something to that, but there's something to that effect of like, I remember when I met this person, mm. I also actively was not wanting to like this person. Right. Yeah. And I'm not, and, and like, I was like, Me I was like no. that with, I was like that with Andre. Andre ended up being my roommate. Like yeah. I love Andre to death now, yeah. but I remember the moment I met Andre. So it's like, in like, to your point of like with Maggie, you're like, I remember like this specific moment. And then like to think of all the things that like I went through as well and then to combine like those worlds even like like you're talking about meeting her family and like hanging out with her family like i spend thanksgiving every year at andre's house yeah i the every year this year because i was here i spent thanksgiving with maggie's family yeah yeah i mean it's it's so fun to like see like yeah i think that's a perfect example of like worlds that like intersect like that yeah that's cool uh, what other like hobbies do you guys have right now? What's something or like interest? Are there anything that you got? I, I keep telling myself every year I'm gonna read books. I'm gonna like, read <laughs> and I fucking I can't. I listen to podcasts no, or like whatever. Either. But like, are there anything that you guys like listen to or like anything that like you're interested in? That's like, you're like this is something fun that I'm doing right now. We love well, I'm the Real Housewives. Obviously, we, that's our like weekly thing. Love watching the Real Housewives. Um, I will always love. Hopefully, knock on wood. I love to work out, so I'll always work out. Good. Yeah. Um, I will say owning a business is really. It's like a hobby, you know. Like yeah. For me, at least, like, and it's it's cool to see your like brainchild come to life and like people like be into it, and so like that's always like I consider it's like a a job, but it's also a hobby because you're just like, which is weird because I think only like like business owners experience that because you get you see your hobby or like something like your your passion turn into like income something that makes you money yeah Yeah. so like that's a big hobby of mine these days my relationship is a hobby i think like i like (laughs) have to like keep that fun you know but and my hobby is third wheeling (laughs) there you go (laughs) what is something like about paul that like what's so i'm trying to think of like the right word like interests you or like what was like the attraction for you that wasn't physical oh something about paul that wasn't physical i think me and paul are really opposite in a lot of ways you know Mm -hmm. like 
talk like I would like I'm definitely much more of an extrovert than he is I would say he's like mostly an introvert he is artistic I'm like you should listen to this he needs to like hear this um <laughs> he's artistic and I love that about him like I love the artist in him I love he's a curious he's much more optimistic than I am mm. and so like I would say I'm a or yeah, you said optimistic. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know why you said optimistic, and I for whatever reason I thought you're just like talking about observing. I, my brain is not clicking currently. The uh, it's funny like is it, it's funny that the introvert is like the the thinker right and like is the introspective. Like I always say, because my sister's super introverted. I always say like me and my sister could walk into the same party. I would meet every single person if there's 200 people there. I meet mm-hmm. every single person there not remember one person's name and have a great time. (laughs) And my sister will know everyone's backstory, not have talked to one person and she will also have a great time. Totally. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with Paul, like I wouldn't say that he's necessarily like, I would say like, I'm, it depends on the context. Like I'm a thinker in a lot of ways. Like we think about things differently. Sure. But Paul is much more of an observer. Maybe like Mm -hmm. your sister, like he's like, is she like Paul? I think with introverts or just like people like him and like, maybe like your sister, like we're like social people. So like yeah. we're people like we're going to like, I recognize people and like, I recognize like personality, you know, like I, yeah. I, I people are like at the forefront of like my observation. Whereas Paul, like he real he recognizes like space and he recognizes like everything. And so like, I may remember like the people, but he'll remember like the experience of like the space. And like, so in that thought process, like my, the way I, the way I'm wired, I'm like, how am I ever going to know anything about anyone? If like, I don't talk to this person mm-hmm. and she's like, I know so much about this person in the first 15 seconds mm-hmm. and I'm not that way. I'm like, what do you, again, the oblivious part of me. I'm like, I don't know yeah. anything about this person. I'm like, how would I know anything unless like we've exchanged words? She's like, you kidding me? She's like, this person's going through divorce and like they took their ring off. I'm like, how oh did God. you pick up any of that? Like, and she <laughs> loves it. She's like a huge fan of all of that. See, and I think I like, I'm more of that. Like I, cause I'm just like a people person. Like I'll, uh-huh. I can talk to someone and like, I love to like know your story and like whatever. And I guess comparing myself to Paul, I don't know, but just cause we're talking about it. But Paul, like, see, he's not a people person really. Like he is mm-hmm. and he isn't, you know, like he has his close friends, but like he's more of like a space person or like, he's going to like, we'll walk outside and he'll be like, look at the sky. How beautiful is it? I'm like, Oh, I wasn't even looking at this guy. Dude. I was yeah. Just yeah. Like, I'm trying to get to like my car. Like he's yeah. just, he's much more of like a, he is he much space. more of like a, in the moment person. Like, does he live in the moment? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Is he like a, uh, for the lack of a better word, like a, a stop and smell the roses kind of guy. Totally. Oh, okay. a thousand million percent. Like he, yeah, he, he just as you find. mentioned the sky, I was like, that's... Yeah, well, he, like, Pablo, he, he's always, like, thinking about, like, next step ahead. Like, what's going to happen next? Oh, you think? Interesting. Yeah, okay. I feel like he's always looking at, like, the bigger picture versus, like, what's oh just God. happening. <laughs> like, versus what's just happening yeah. in that moment. Huh. Okay. Poor Paul has no idea. Like we're we're just talking. Like, I can't wait for him to good, hear this. These, these are good things, good. right? Like we're all good things. All good things, Paul. Uh, shout out. He knows that I love him unconditionally. We love you, Pablo. What? So, Chris, what is something for you when you find your person 
like you think is going to be the characteristic that draws you in or what's something that you might look for in a person that's going to draw you in i think i've thought about this my number one thing you have to make me laugh you have to have a good sense of humor yeah that is cute. have to have to have to that's my like i love to laugh is it just the sense of humor or is it like the banter back and forth as well I think both. Yeah. It has to be like, you have to be able to like reciprocate, like the way that like we are with each other, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like wit and like, yeah, I just, I think that's so attractive. I was talking like me and my boss, like we, we've had to have many road trips around the state. Um, Something we talked about like just yesterday is like, I'm not attracted to ditzy. Like I'm not attracted to like, and and don't get me wrong. There's some, there's some girls that like just, just sometimes just don't catch on right away. But like they, like they're also not trying to be that way. Mm -hmm. A girl that's intelligent, but pretends like to be dumb drives me up a fucking wall. I'm like, I'm good. Like I, like I respect like strong women and I respect like a smart woman. So, like, a girl that's, like, trying to be ditzy to, like, get attention, like, that does not yeah. do it for me, like, in any, mm-hmm. like, yeah, respect. I, agree. I appreciate, like, comedic intelligence. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to, like, be necessarily, like, book smart and know everything. But, like, like I said, wit and being able to, like, banter and, like, yeah. have that, like, I don't know, like, good sarcasm yeah. and just be able to... Going back to, I fucking hate small talk. So let's go deep. Tell me what you're afraid of. Tell me, Mm -hmm. like, what grosses you out. Stuff like that. I think I also, I also hate like a, like a shat, like like a shallow answer. I guess for like lack of a better term, Mm -hmm. like someone who's just like, I don't know. I'm afraid of like bears. You're like, oh fuck off. Like, (laughs) tell me something you're afraid of. Like, yeah, like. Tell me you're afraid of commitment. Tell me yes. that. You know oh what I mean? Bears are like, scary. Bears are, bears are scary. Yeah, bears, yeah, are scary. Be fair. bears are scary. Bears are scary. How many times have you been in front of a bear that wasn't in a cage? True. Exactly. So what like, if you, have you ever like, been? What if you ran into one that wasn't bears, in a cage, though? Yeah. Terrifying. Terrifying. But I'm never there. But you know how many times I've been close to commitment? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, so are you really scared uh, of bears? Uh, no, I'm terrified of snakes. snakes oh, snakes, dude. Like, and it, like... Snakes. spiders like i think like immediate shock like i'm like oh shit and then like i'll kill it like so it's fine snakes like i remember it, like oh dude shout out ryan reinhardt i was like going into my quad and there was a garden snake going up the stairs Ew. and i was like and i lived upstairs i was like I not happening it. he was the only person at the house i was like bro i, was I like, would this literally is... did he go and grab it he was, oh. he, well, it was so funny because like he's also scared of snakes oh no but he did like kill it and he's all Bro, he's like, I gotta be honest with you, like, it took me a little bit to do that myself. (laughs) Yeah, actual, like, fear. I'm like terrified. Like, I, it, it, I can't like look at photos of like I can't see snakes. Like, it makes me want to like vomit. I get the chills. I'm in the exact same way. Not you. Okay, okay. He says this, but the other night we were at this our friend's house because I was trying to overcome my (laughs) fear and it was it was like a small state snake and the guy said he's nice uh, but it's still like it yeah if you were just describe a friend like as a nice snake 
you still wouldn't trust that guy. No, like, yeah. yeah. So I, never trust I don't care snake. how yeah, I don't care how nice the snake is. Fuck that. Like I'm yeah, not going near a snake. snake. Have my guard up. Yeah. No, snakes are terrifying. I hate snakes. Yeah. That's why that we were at our friend's house and yeah, Chris was trying to like have his moment of like tackling his fear, but I was like your snake is cute this is a cute moment for you but like and it was a small like a pet snake he assured me he wasn't poisonous he was yeah but yeah it's just i mean that's obviously like a cliche textbook fear but it's i I mean like it's deep down i I can't do it i'm in the exact same boat though and like back to the point like have i ever been around knock on wood like Mm. around a bear like around a snake (laughs) like it's in the wild no i haven't and like thank god because like I'm the same way, like, uh, I remember watching, like, the Jackass movies, and they would fuck with Bam, and, like, he would fall in, like, a pit of snakes. Oh, my God. One, yeah. It's horrifying. Yeah. One, like, Bam, like, I never felt bad for Bam, only because, like, he would fuck with everyone, and then, like, people would be like, what the fuck? He, like, people would get mad. Be like, you're being a bitch. Like, you're being a pussy. Like, all this stuff. And then he'd be, like, in the snake pit, and no one would help him. He'd be like, and he'd be, like, borderline tears. And I, like, I feel that Because they were, like, biting him and No, shit. they're just around him. He's terrified of snakes. Oh. Yeah. And so it's, like, one of those things I'm, like, I never felt, bad, like, bad enough because I was, like, you fuck with everyone, right. dude. Like, you, yeah. like, you can dish it out, but you can't take it. Now, I do totally understand that feeling of, like, if I was in that pit, I would be having the exact same like when hyperventilating. Yeah. Like, oh my oh, god! There's yeah, not I a shot. Yeah. Freak. I would die. Yeah. I'd probably die of like a heart attack. No, seriously. Yeah, like, I don't even want to like snake to bites. think about it. It's terrifying. Yeah. See, and then even okay. So to take a step back. That even that like so it's like to to sit there and be like oh I'm afraid of this like oh really like it's crazy and then move on like we still had like a deeper conversation about like yeah it uh, wasn't surface level exactly yeah. mm. so that's like i want to have like those conversations and then like even like deeper stuff like just whatever like the heart may like desire like that's yeah. that's what i want with a girl you're saying like yeah. with a potential partner i also but like that's why i like love doing this podcast because i feel mm-hmm. like i get people to forget they're being recorded like mm-hmm. that is like i love that also just like in everyday life it's so funny i have this knack and like I don't know if it's a gift or just like people trust me. I had like people tend to overshare with me constantly. Mm-hmm. And like, I never like betray anyone's trust. Like I'm like, all right, that's between you and I, I guess like I, I'll hold on to that forever. But mm-hmm. I love like, I love talking to people and like hearing what they say about something or whatever. Like, like that's why I want to know. Let's talk about that while we're at it. What is something that you hate? That's something small, but you fucking hate. Like I said, like I didn't have soap and my hands were wet. I was like, this is disgusting. Like what's something that just immediately, like it's so small. It's not going to ruin your day or your life, but it's something you're like, I fucking hate this. Oh, that's a dude question. Oh my God. I'm like, I have so many, but um, <laughs> give me one. <laughs> something I hate. That's not going to ruin my day. I hate, I think uh, clutter is something that comes to mind. Like I, I don't like clutter. I definitely like, but I, I understand, and this is like, I've learned this through my relationship. Is like me when it comes to like just the way we live. Me and Paul are very different, and I'm very, I'm someone who like I grew up with my grandparents and my grandma. She's very clean, but also very organized. Yeah. Um, and just very well kept, and so like, I thought that was like how everyone lived, 
but it's not, you know? And so like living with Paul or just having roommates in general, it's not even Paul, but like I've learned that like something can be kind of like a little bit chaotic, but you're going to be okay. Like it's not, it's not going to like be, but it still like irks me because I'm just so used to like being organized. But I think I've learned a lot through Paul and just like through having roommates that like, you can still be a clean person, but you don't have to be like organized all the time. Like maybe one day you don't fold your laundry or like one day you don't make your bed, God forbid, or you yeah. like, you know, don't load the dishwasher cause you're like a little more tired than usual. So I think just clutter is, but it still bugs me cause I'm just like, Oh, like I still have, that's like my grandma and me. It's like make the bed or like yeah. fold the laundry. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. I think probably for me, being late, which I, we were late tonight. So, <laughs> I <should've... laughs> but this is no, very, I just... very not serious. So <laughs> I love, no, I'm so, I love a schedule. I yeah. love having everything timed out to the T. So, when like something fucks that up, it drives me nuts. Do you, because I, I hate this as well. So, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm projecting that you hate this as well. I don't like being late. I really don't like when someone else makes me late. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's it's more so that not necessarily. Yeah, it, it's like, like was that me tonight? N- no, I'm no, sorry. No. No. <laughs> oh my god! No. Also, again, very not serious. We were having a good time, so it's like we. There's no, like, late is mm-hmm. fine. I no, was like, later than six was perfect. Like so I said, yeah. I love a schedule. So when something is scheduled and then it, like, You are very doesn't, like, like, yeah. I, so I was talking to, I don't know. I was about to say, you guys both know Noah. Noah Pierce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was about to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, like, I've told him before, like, sometimes, like, I need a plan to not have a plan even. Like, if we're going, hey, we're going to go have drinks and then we'll see where the night goes. It's like dope. Mm-hmm. Even that or like, hey, we'll probably get there around seven. Even that is like enough of a plan yes. for me. Mm-hmm. That's like I agree. sweet. Like or like, hey, we're like, you know, what? Uh, or, or even like if you go to like a hangout, like not even a party with someone. You're like, we're going to go at seven. We might leave at ten. That's kind of like what we're thinking. We'll see where the night goes. Mm-hmm. Even like those parameters of a schedule. Is I love a good at least like arrival time. Yeah. It's perfect. Because I like to be prepared. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm like, I think I, yes, I don't know. I, I, it's weird. Like, I feel like I was like that at a certain point in my life. And I hate to like keep hearkening back to my relationship. But like you learn when you're with someone for like three and a half years, like you yeah. learn and I think I've learned a lot from Paul and that like, he's not like that at all, but I'm kind of like that. But I've realized that like, there's a comfort, there's like a, a get in between because like, like I'm someone who, yeah, before Paul, I was very like timely and strict and prompt. And like, I didn't like being late or whatever. I needed a plan. Paul's not like that. And so I feel like, but together we're like able to like find a balance, you know, where it's like, you need a little bit of like urgency, <laughs> but I need a little bit of like, it's not that Le- serious. Leniency. Yeah. Leniency. Exactly. I need a little yeah. bit of like, yeah, just leniency. And just like, it, things are still going to continue. Even yeah. if you don't get there on time, like they're still going to like, you're not. Yeah, that. I think that's my problem. I need mm-hmm. a little more leniency. Like yeah. everything is going to be okay. Even if you're not right there right at seven, like the world's not going to end. I, 
I felt like I, I learned that a little bit, like, in a relationship. But, like, even, I don't know, like, even then, like, with my family, like, I have to, like, act like it doesn't bug me to be late. Like, show up, like, an hour late. You're like, oh my this God. is my atrocious. My mother <laughs> is, it's just, like, in, I don't know, in her blood, I don't to be late to everything. And I, yeah. don't, I don't know if that's why... I'm so like anal about being on time and being punctual because my mom is always late to everything. It's so funny because like I, I grew up with divorced parents and like my dad's side of the family, like we would beat people who were opening the door for like whatever we were doing. Like we were oh, wow. that early. Like, <laughs> See, and I feel uncomfortable with that. I'm just like that. Uh, yeah, and that that was a stretch. I was like, this is this yeah. is too much. Like, I yeah, I used to be yeah. like that, and I'm like, okay, I don't maybe need to be like the first one to arrive. That's but... that killed me because it was like, okay, are the appointments at eight? Like the doctor's office is going <laughs> nowhere. Yeah, like, we're fine. Yeah, we'd be there at like seven fifteen. Like yeah. that's my dad's side of the family. My mom's side of the family is like. Like, the time is a suggestion. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it's like, no. Oh, shit. It was like, no. Like, the the appointment's at 8. Like, you can't show up at 9 and still expect to be seen. Right. Like, that's not <laughs> what exists. And, like, yeah, I had just polar opposites with, like, my family. Hey, Tixie. Fuck off. Go away. Good girl. That, uh, that was, though, like, growing up, like, yeah, my if we had to be anywhere with like my dad's side of the family, my grandparents, aunt, uncles, everything, it was like like I'd be like trying to like wake up at six thirty and people would be at the door, they're like, You're not ready. I'm like, We don't have to be there till nine. The thing starts at ten. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's across the street. Like and yeah, like even I don't know, church, school, whatever for like my mom's side of the family was like and it didn't never like mattered how early I would tell my yeah. mom to start getting ready. I'm like, you should like the thing starts at five. I've seen you get ready. Like it's too like you. And she's like, that's ridiculous. Let's start now. Yeah. And then like, she's the type of person to be like putting her makeup on and like, it's like five o'clock and I'm like, Hey, like we, and she's like, we're, we're out the door where I'm, I'm putting oh the keys my in the God, car. That's I'm like, no, you're not. That's like, literally my mom. My dad's like ready. Car is on, like ready to go. My mom's still like putting on her makeup. Like, and then as soon as she's ready, she's like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Like, uh, like, oh, we're waiting on you now. It's yeah. like, I have to put on my <laughs> like, slip-on bands. Yeah, like, exactly. That's yeah. the only thing you're waiting on me for. Like, yeah. I, oh, I fucking hate that so much. Like, the other thing, too, like, again, again, doesn't matter. I've learned that it doesn't matter. But drives me up a fucking wall if I'm waiting for someone. And I call them, like, hey, like, where, where are you at? Like, just, like, also make sure you're safe. But, like, where are you at? They're like, we're pulling in the parking lot now. And I'm like... You haven't even left the house. Don't lie to me. Like, don't fucking lie to me. Miranda about it. Lovato. <laughs> Very Miranda. Oh my god. Shout out. She's there. notorious <laughs> for pulling Shout that. Out Miranda. <laughs> I'm almost there, and she's like still like doing her hair. I like. I appreciate so much more. Like, just tell me what you're actually doing, because then like I have like a mental. Okay, dope. Like, that's when you're gonna get there. You're not gonna get there right now. Transparency. I've always said transparency is like. My number one, my number one, like if you just be transparent with me, like I will, maybe I won't like it, but as long as you're being honest, like I'm, I may down. not like it now, but I'm going to fucking hate it. If I find out like what's really, you were lying to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, exactly. That's like, a, that's don't a lie to me. That's a fair way to like, think about it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other ways that anyone's like not being transparent. I don't like, 
I don't know. I feel like if someone thinks that you're not being transparent, they're like, are you mad? It's like, I'm no, just chilling. Or like, I just have like a straight face. Mm-hmm. If someone keeps prying, it's like, okay, now I'm mad because like you're saying I'm mad. Mm-hmm. I hate that too. I don't know. I got a lot of stuff I hate, I guess. I'm like, for me, I think it's just like, tell me. But I also understand. I like, I wear my heart on my sleeve like i'll i'll pretty much tell anyone anything if I like maybe not maybe not anyone but like i'm pretty transparent you know like i don't yeah. really like i will tell you whatever you want to know but and i kind of expect that from people as well but i have to under, I, I'm, I'm trying to be better about knowing that like not everyone is like me and so like i like I, I shouldn't be mad at people who aren't transparent necessarily. Like maybe they just like take a little bit more time than I do, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. That is like, that's tough. Right. I, I feel like I relate to that in, I feel like I'm an open book. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have any like secrets, mm-hmm. like, and maybe even like back to the, like, you don't know what you don't know. It's like, well, like I didn't tell you this cause like it just never came up. Like I, like I'll, mm. I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Like you said, like whatever you want to know, I'll tell you, but mm-hmm. I don't have any secrets. It's just like, I also can't go through everything right now. Totally. Like, totally. But so, like, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say sometimes I think, and sometimes I like expect that from people, but I think sometimes people need to be asked, you know, like yeah. I'm someone who just like talks. And so like, I'll tell you things even if you don't even ask, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, but I think some people, they need to be asked about things in order to like open up. Yeah. And I forget that. That's very Paul. Paul's very like, he'll open up to you only if you ask him. Yeah. But that's know. like, that's kind of fair, right? Like the open book sort of thing. It's like, it's like, yeah, but like you never cared to like open the book. True. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've very never true. thought of it before. Mm-hmm. Man, that got kind of philosophical pretty quick. I so philosophy. <laughs> Guys, I really appreciate you guys coming to do the podcast. This was fun. It's been a, a long time oh in God, the, the waiting. Of it's course. Yeah. I love it. Are we the first duo guest? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unfortunately. At the time, I think you would have been. Oh, like when we first, it. like I think in August. Maybe, well, maybe not. Maybe that's not true. Because we were originally supposed to do August, right? Was that was it August? Was yes, it July? I wasn't. I, I wasn't back yet. That, okay, so, so yeah. I was oh, about that's to say, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We have to do like Zoom or something. Yeah. No, this was awesome. Um, whenever you guys want to be back on the podcast too, if you guys want to be solo, this cool. was fun. It's like I'm honor. like, yeah, like yeah. whenever you want, yeah. <laughs> I'll come. I'm like, this it's, is like a therapy session. Yeah, it's yeah. this <laughs> is a, like it's a good time because it's like. I don't know, like, I, I, I don't know, I, I just like talking and, like, hanging out. Like, it feels like a very genuine, like, it's also one of the only times, like, I really, like, put my phone down, too. And just, like, very that. Mm-hmm. just talk with people. Yeah, well, just enjoy it. we haven't seen you in forever. It was a yeah. good reunion. No, this was awesome. Again, if you guys want to be on solo, if you guys want to be on again to, like, a duet, whatever, like, yeah. you guys want to be open. on solo. Fuck there you, you. go. So- Fine. <laughs> Bye. But open invite whenever um we'll have you guys on just in general again you know duet or solo either one so so down yes guys i really appreciate it um another episode of escaping tyranny episode 102 awesome stuff uh remember to mix in a water uh don't drink and drive go down to your partner and the other spot cheers book
it, I don't care if you read it I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket